What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Story Worth Sharing podcast. We are your hosts. It's me and her. <laughs> That's simple. Yeah. Me We've and her. actually changed the name of the podcast. It's now me and her. <laughs> me and her. Yeah. But depending on who was talking, if you said me and her, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I know. So, I heard it when I said it. I was like, well. Yeah. So maybe maybe we shouldn't change the name of the podcast. We'll just stick with Story Worth Sharing. Yep. I'm Chris. You're Emmy. That's right. Yeah. Here I am. Here you are. And it is episode two of season three. It's crazy. Three seasons. I remember when we started this, we were like, we're going to commit to at least do, I think it was like 20 episodes yeah. or something. I, I mean, we dreamed big, but we just didn't really know, I guess, how far it would yeah. go or how excited people would get. So, yeah. but we're here. Yeah. And, and it's, it's been great. fun. I love telling people stories. And I feel like still pretty consistently, I have people come up and they're like, oh my gosh, I listened to this yeah. episode or that episode. You know, it sounds like we have thousands of people listening to us. <laughs> we work at the same church. Yes. And so people come up to us at church. Yeah, so and they're our like, church hey, family yeah, is very supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which has been a lot of fun. So, yeah. but it's cool. We're in season three. Things are rolling. We have some exciting guests lined yeah. up to finish out this season. And how, how is it going? I mean, yeah, I was thinking, speaking of seasons, you know, I think something I've been thinking about now is like, we all, I think as humans somehow go through this thing of where we're like on health kicks mm -hmm. and wellness and like throughout the year, it'll be like, we're on, we're off of that. And I was, I found this like article from this nutritionist who actually gave five unhealthy foods that you should avoid. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to share them. Well, first, like what's one that you think would be on there? What's a for sure. Give me, uh, I mean, <laughs> are like real food. Yeah. Anything. I mean, cause I mean, obviously candy, sugar, whatever you yeah. should avoid those. No, things. you're right. Those are like the, yeah. not on the list. Okay. But, so I don't have to avoid not, sugar anymore, but you're not wrong. Okay. Well, this okay. is, I guess top five. And she's like saying from her viewpoint of a nutritionist things, she definitely avoids. Gotcha. So I don't know if this is for everyone, but number one, I know number one is hot dogs. Oh, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Cause that's a very, like, I feel like American staple. Yeah. Very Cookouts. Americana. Like mm -hmm. you just have it. So kind of sad about that, but I you know, get it. They make like veggie dogs. Have you ever had those? No. And I'm kind of, see, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the line for me. Yeah. I'm not about that life. <laughs> I mean, I already know like the processed meat thing is probably not sure, great, but sure. I don't think about it too far. Yeah. Well, see, just, I, I like spam. So spam, bologna, hot dogs, it's all kind of the same. It is. <laughs> it's a whole other topic. I don't want to go down. <laughs> okay. Number two on her list. Wow. Is pretzels. What? And that breaks my heart because that's one of my favorite snacks. Like besides chips, like I like a good bag of pretzels. Does she give any like reasoning? So she says that they really have like no fiber, no protein, no healthy fat to keep you satisfied or like really had any health benefits. So it's really not doing anything for you to eat. Gotcha. It's just like another. Just sodium and carbs. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, next is diet soda, which I feel like people kind of know that. Yeah. That just because it says no calories doesn't mean it's great for you. But, That's you know, true. if yeah. you enjoy it, I'm you'd go for it. Yeah, but it tastes weird. It has I an don't, aftertaste. I don't like diet. I, yeah. I haven't had an actual soda in a long time, but like Good diets have never been for me. I just yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, processed pastries. That one's easy. Yeah. So that one makes sense. No, no fight there. Um, but this one made me laugh. Fluorescent orange snacks. So they weren't specific, but we all know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's your Cheetos. Uh, that's your cheese puffs. It's probably Doritos too. Fluorescent <laughs> orange know. snacks. That's how they didn't want to call out a specific <laughs> company, but they for sure. She was very very specific. Oh man. But so anyway. so what is your guilty pleasure? You know it's not good for you, but you partake anyway. Oh, I mean, chips and queso. Yes. That could be my own meal. Like I could just have that as a meal yeah. and be done. It's a problem. I have to be very intentional about knowing when to have that and when not to have that. 
But yeah, that's just too easy to just keep eating it. I think that's the problem. Like you can just pick up a chip all day long and just keep eating it. Yeah. So favorite place to get chips and queso? Oh my gosh. I'm not good at this question because I don't know. I think there's a place that's not here. It's called Mexican Inn. Okay. That's back in like the Fort Worth area. There's probably more around, but that's the one that I seem to like their chips and queso mix the best. Um, but yeah, that's always hard for me because I, I just don't like, like I like queso from restaurants, but mm. I am not a, in the can, like from the store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do I that. Agree. Anything I agree. else I'm pretty much okay with. Yeah, I agree. But. Well, I saw a lot of like head nodding and <laughs> head shaking in agreement and disagreement with some of what was being I said. Uh, Amy, why don't I give you the honor of introducing today's guest and yes. then we'll, we'll find out what her guilty pleasure is for food yep. she knows she shouldn't eat, but she does anyway. <laughs> So I am so excited to get to introduce my beautiful and funny and smart sister-in-law, but I call her my sister, Kira, is here with us today in the room, and we're so excited. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Hey, hey. Hey. So you heard the intro. I did. And Emmy is over here breaking hearts and and just <laughs> ruining lives, talking about these foods that we should not be Ow. consuming. And uh, and so, what would you say is a guilty pleasure of something you're like? I know fluorescent orange snacks are not good for me, but this is a guilty pleasure I partake anyway. In the fluorescent orange realm, no, or any just in any realm, yeah. How many more snacks? Can I know, you right? That's just, that's <laughs> like, why did Starburst come to mind with fluorescent orange? Yeah. But I was like, okay, when you said Cheetos and Doritos, I'm like, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, but I'm with Emmy. Like chips and queso and chips and salsa, guacamole has been a very big mm, vibe for me lately. Yes. So, those you are like my, the homemade guac kind of person? I am not. I didn't make guacamole very okay. well. So Costa Vida actually has been nice. top notch. Yeah, top notch nice. lately. That's good See, to know. I'm really yeah. only into homemade guac, I think. It's really hard for me to like it anywhere else. That's fair. I want to go to those places that makes it like at the table. Yeah. I really yeah, yeah. want to see that. I've seen it done. I feel it's like actually amazing. I feel bad for the servers though, because I'm like, that is such an arm workout, <laughs> like help? a lot of pressure, you yeah. know? I know yeah. Can I help? Is there yeah. can, can I do can I cut that? No, yeah. don't give me knives. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh man. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today yeah. on the podcast and you know, the thing I love is bringing people on and, and really the whole goal and point of this is just to um, let you tell some of your story because yeah. we believe that every story is worth sharing and we believe that there are these moments and these people and these experiences that help shape the collection of kind of who we pop out. It's like, oh, hello, yeah. here I am yeah. and I'm yeah. a product of things that have happened in my life. And so as you think back on your story and you think back on these moments maybe that have helped shape who you are. What are some of the things that stick out to you that maybe even the, in the moment you didn't realize that this was going to be one of those like monumental moments in your life, but you look back and you're like, man, that had such a profound impact on me. I'm mentally prepared for, for this coming into it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I grew up, we were the family that we didn't attend, attend church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We were holiday church goers. Yeah. Like I knew who God was, but I put him in a little bit of a box, if that makes sense. Like I believe like, well, not believe, but in my mind growing up, like you followed rules, you did good deeds, like you were a good person and that's kind of how you lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward a little bit. I always knew like I would see people in school and I'm like, wow, like they just, that had the essence of like a good genuine person. Like I could just tell that they had something that I didn't necessarily have. And, you know, as time got like went by with like, they were in, what was that? Is it 
meet me at the pool. And oh, then, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah like yeah. that was, mm-hmm. I went to one of those ones okay. and I was like, wow, like this is kind of cool. Um, just seeing everybody just be so vulnerable. Um, and I not really s- experienced that before. And so I really didn't like at that time have like the know how to be like, yeah, I want to get involved in church. It just, where I was at my life at that time, I was too busy wrapped up in my silly boyfriend at the time. <laughs> you know, we all have that one relationship, but then fast forward, having my daughters was kind of like that one pivotal moment for me because lead, like prior, prior to that, I was very anxious. I dealt with anxiety, depression, and I'm an Enneagram too. I am a helper. Yeah. And learning about that Enneagram, being a helper is so strange. Like we are designed to pour ourselves into other people and okay. help, but we don't take help mm. well. And so I was going at life alone. Yeah. And I didn't, I prayed, like I would pray to the point where like, I was just, you know, chatting it up with God. And, you know, I was talking to him like he was my friend, which I think is a good thing. Sure. But I never, I was, I was thanking him. I was, you know, thanking him for the blessings, but I never asked for help. Mm -hmm. And it didn't click to me until I came to church, you know, and Emmy had invited me, um, on, on a few different occasions but never pushed me, never pushed me. And I knew after having my daughters that because I didn't grow up in a church, I I wanted them to have what I didn't have. Mm. I wanted them to know God. I wanted them to know that he had their backs. I have their backs. Of course, their dad has their backs. Their aunt, wonderful aunt has their backs, but I wanted them to have that foundation. And so I remember the first time I told Emmy, I was like, I'm going to come. She goes, well, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And I don't know why that intimidated me, but like, I was like, um, I think I'm going to wait until like a normal Sunday. And like, now that I've been to Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. I'm like, these are awesome. Yeah, like, I missed out on breakfast tacos. Like, who, what was I thinking? I know, right? What was I thinking? Um, and so fast forward, I did let some time go by, of course. Um, it was at the movies. Okay. And so at least you got free popcorn. You missed out on the breakfast tacos. I didn't even know that was a thing. Honestly, I was just like, this is the day I'm going, I'm putting everything aside and then popcorn and soda. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't even have a soda. Oh, wow. Coffee. Oh, that's, that's fair. Definitely. (laughs) So anyways, walked in the auditorium and I was like, okay, like, of course, like walking into Brazos fellowship, if you've never been, you're greeted with warm faces, Mm -hmm. like instantly. And so I already felt comfortable, like Wombaland, they were still kind of, building it at the time, but the girls had a blast and the lion was playing. I think that was the movie and I just felt at home. Mm. Like that was the best way I could describe it. And then from that Sunday on, like I came every Sunday. What's starting point called now? Build. Build. Yeah. Build. Okay. So that had popped up on the screen one day and like, you know, God just speaks to you. I never knew what that was. Like I was just like, Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio. Like, is that my conscience? <laughs> yeah. But then I realized like, no, that's God speaking to me. And that's I was awesome. like, I'm signing us up for this. So me and my mm-hmm. husband did it together. And through starting point, um, actually Emmy and my friend Matt were the leaders of that. And, you know, I learned, I grew, I met people and that's how I got plugged into my Bible study. And so I built a community off of starting point and then my Bible study. And now just, I a volunteer with Caitlin and Upstreet yeah. in second grade. Those kids yeah. are amazing. So they're very awesome. honest, but they're they're amazing. <laughs> they're they're amazing. 
Um, and so just that community being built around me has just, it's, it's God through and through. Yeah, like for sure. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do. And then like going back to like the whole helper, like we'll go deep into the year 2022, 2020, actually. Um, my salon got shut down for 44 days. Mm. And I remember the day that it happened, I was at home. I was in my closet me and Emmy make vision boards every year Mm -hmm. and we pray over them. We, you know, it's not necessarily a resolution because I want to, it's a vision, you know, a vision for what we want for our year. And I was looking at my vision board and I was like, wow, this is going to get like, like the rug pulled out Mm -hmm. out underneath me. I fell to my knees and I prayed and, you know, I just prayed for peace. I prayed for the anxiety to be taken away. And if I hadn't asked God to get me through that time, which was one of the hardest times, and I know a lot of other people dealt with sure. hard times during yeah, that absolutely. year, I wouldn't have gotten through that year without being highly anxious and depressed. So yeah. like, it, it's, it was just wild seeing God move in my life like that and knowing it was God moving in my life. Yeah, so that's so beautiful. And, yeah. and we'll talk about lessons learned in a little while, but I want to talk specifically about that idea of yeah. you being an Enneagram two and you are a helper, right? Mm-hmm. By, by default, it's just yeah. your nature, <laughs> but that means that a lot of times you struggle to ask for help. Where, where do you think that shift started to happen? Was it 2020 and finding yourself in your closet or did the shift happened before that, where you started to recognize that God wanted that for you, not just from you. It was definitely before, you know, going to church every Sunday, hearing Will's teachings and starting point, like taking God outside of that box Mm. and understanding that it's not good deeds. It's not this, it's not that it's like really releasing yourself to him. And I did, I think a little after starting point, I did get rebaptized. And so in that moment too, and my beautiful sister baptized me, I was a ball of tears. And I was like, I don't even remember exactly what all she said, but I know she did it and it was great. But knowing that like he is for me, I can ask him for anything. It may not be the answer that I need and it may not be in the time that I want to see it, but like he is moving in my life and like asking him to, you know, release my anxiety. It's not an instant fix. You know, it's something that I have to conscious, consciously that's a hard word consciously work on, but it was definitely before 2020 and just like releasing myself to him and just, it's not easy asking for help, yeah. but I feel like mm-hmm. it's easier asking him for help versus mm-hmm. like a physical person. Sure. It's, it's yeah. so wild, you know? Yeah. But that's know. good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. When you, when you look at back at any of those moments, um, Cause you listed honestly, like so many There's that were so just so, things. so great and so powerful. And I think so many people are probably reflecting and thinking on those like, Oh my gosh, I can relate. Who would you say are some people that God placed in your life through starting point through like your small groups through like any of those moments that really just helped you walk in hard years and even just being there in the, the good ones too. Well, you, this is so funny. This is so funny. Cause like, you know, like, Chris, you asked this question, <laughs> right? Right. You know, uh, Amy's not good. Well, it's not that she's not good, but she, I, I she's going to get red and I yes, love it. I yes. love this, but video podcast. No, we gotta do this. I, y'all talked about this last season yeah. and I'm like, y'all need to do yeah, this. It'd do. be great. Amy is younger than me, but in so many, so many ways, Amy is so much more wiser 
than me. And if you don't have an Emmy, you have to have an Emmy because I, I told you this, I think it was a couple years ago. Will had a, um, uh, a sermon. Is that what we, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was, you know, saying that you need to have a spiritual like guide person that Mm -hmm. you can like lean on accountability, whatever. And that day, Emmy had come over after church and I said, Emmy, will you be that person for me? And she's like, yeah, of course. (laughs) So Emmy has been pivotal in me soundboarding off of her, me asking randomly odd questions about like religion and, you know, God and, and just my relationships, you know? So Emmy is definitely my number one. And then, you know, moving forward, um, my the girls in my Bible study are amazing. Um, it's just a community of you know single single gals, married gals. Some have kids, some don't. So we're just like a little melting pot yeah. of, of humans <laughs> That's so cool. doing life together. And you know, through Emmy and through you know church, I've met amazing people. Um, Caitlin and Rachel are amazing with my girls. Um, I got to meet your wonderful wife as yeah. well and your beautiful girls. Yeah. And so just being in, in church and community, like it, it, it's been amazing. But definitely Emmy is my number one. She's my number one gal. Yeah, that that is a, an easy, definitely an easy answer or easy question to answer, I guess, when it comes to uh, the relationship, yeah. especially having such close proximity mm-hmm. to Emmy with her being your sister-in-law. and mm-hmm. And she's just so great. You know, oh, we, we yeah. don't, we don't dote on Thank you enough you. on this podcast. Plenty. You know, well, see, Plenty. I am the one who schedules a lot of the guests. And so then by default, they end up like, Oh, Chris, whatever. I'm like, no, stop saying that. I like it so now, that way. now you it's get to schedule design. some so that they'll dote on you. And no. yeah, no, Thank but it's you. just no. incredible. Yeah. It's incredible to see. And yeah. I um, have had a front seat yeah. with Emmy as well. And just been able to see the impact that she has on people's lives. And it's just incredible. And I love that you said, if you don't have an Emmy, you need an Emmy. You do need and an I think Emmy. that's really the point, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously Emmy, you're awesome. You can't be that for every <laughs> no, human on the planet, right, yeah. but just the impact that those types of relationships have, right. that, you know, there is someone that's right there that you can trust. That is, that has your best interest in mind that you can lean on. You can ask questions. Um, and one of the things I think, I've been learning a lot lately is just this idea that those types of relationships oftentimes will feel one-sided at times, but they are Mm -hmm. much better off when they're bi-directional and where there's give and take. And so it's like finding someone, not just like a mentor, but that is a friend that you're like walking with um, has just been super, super impactful. What would you say are some of the lessons that you picked up along the way? And, and even, you know, you've mentioned your daughters, even in context of like, things that you want them to learn, to see, to know, because you, you know, you said you recognize when you Mm -hmm. had daughters, Mm -hmm. I didn't have this growing up. I want them to have this. So what are some of the things that maybe you've picked up that you're like, man, this, this is important. This matters. So being able to have them in church, right. is something that I didn't have. I mentioned that earlier. And so moving forward, like I think I'm able to now, walk with them in in times of life that are harder Mm -hmm. for them. Whereas, and like come coming from a perspective of like having our faith, knowing that God's got us through the, the good, bad and all the, the in between, I'm able to just better help them along in life. And I think for me, if I'd known that I would have had that as a kid, I, I might've made better choices in Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. Um, I might have, but I don't regret the decisions that I made because it got me to where I am. Sure. 
but I don't want that for them. Like I want them to know, like they have, you know, they have a, a safe space. They have Emmy, they have me, they have their dad that they can go to. They have Caitlin, they have Rachel, they have yeah. that community. Um, so, you know, with that, just being able to have that foundation for them and then just moving into a place as far as like me knowing that the battle isn't mine alone to fight. Mm, it's good. like that. What is it? Phil Wickham's song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that battle belongs to yeah. you. Like that will bring me like into all of the tears because I'm like my Enneagram heart can rest, you know, <laughs> like Enneagram two heart. But how do you navigate having two young daughters? Whew. Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Prayer. Um, you know, it's one of those things like you see them and I get so proud of them and I'm sure you have experienced this in your house. Cause I know that they, your girls love to sing. Mm, oh yeah. Um, mind you too. They got those little, nice little karaoke yes, microphones. Yes. It's, a, it's a blessing and a curse, but yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's fair. Um, hearing them sing worship songs yeah. is one of my most yeah. favorite things. Like, Kinley and Kinley especially has really been rocking the blessing yes, and really singing the amen, amen, amen. And I'm like, yes. Okay. So for me, I'm like, those are the signs of like, okay, I'm doing good. But mm. you know, in the, in the hard times, cause parenting isn't easy. No. It is not easy. I struggle. Um, but you know, prayer community talking to, I'm pretty sure I've talked to Alicia about yeah. this before too. And then Megan, um, just soundboarding off of other parents that are also struggling too. And actually there's a class coming up or a session coming up that Brazos is offering. Mm -hmm. We signed up for that. Awesome. So just navigating, praying, practicing patience, even though it's really hard. <laughs> um, and just doing the best we can as parents, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, it's, you know, every day is a new adventure it and you're is. like, oh yeah, we figured this out. Yeah. And then you turn the corner and you're like, where did that come yeah, from? It's completely know. new yep. emotions and new seasons and whatever. And it's hard, It is, yeah. but it's so rewarding. So they're little gifts. You both have some amazing kids. They're it's probably true. some of my favorites in the world. So yeah, they're pretty easy. awesome. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, Kara, you and I spent a lot of time talking about, I mean, what we're doing, like mm -hmm. spiritually, like reading, praying and stuff. So what are some of the things that for you are like some of those disciplines that you try and do daily or just make as a consistent part of your life? What what are the ones that like are working for you and that you truly enjoy? Maybe even share some that aren't, aren't bad obviously, but maybe they're just not for you. So what is, what are some of those disciplines and what do they look like for you and your, your walk with God? Well, so, um, I made it a point to read my Bible. Mm -hmm. I started a goal actually in 2020 to read it from start to finish and it took me longer than a year, but I'm making it. That's awesome. Yeah, I really, I'm enjoying it. I'm finally in the New Testament and I'm like, ah, let's yeah. rules. This is great. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little, little breath of fresh air. Um, so reading my Bible, I want to spend at least 15 minutes, whether it's in the morning or in the evening. I saw this thing on Instagram, surprisingly, that it really spoke to me. It was saying like, when you wake up, wake up with God. And I was like, okay, I mean, like, yeah, I could be like, hey, thank you for, you know, like mm -hmm. being thankful, right? Yeah. But it was, it was more than that. It was like, you know, pray, read, listen to some, listen to worship music, even watch like a sermon or whatever. 
So I haven't necessarily done that because I do actually wake up and I go to my Bible app and I do like the daily devotional that's worked for me. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that. They usually have like a little video to go with it. Love that. Mm -hmm. Um, So reading my Bible, doing the Bible app. um, I honestly do listen to worship on the way to the girl's school, dropping them off and to work. Um, I really want to be a journal person, but I just, I don't know if it's just like the writing that hurts my hand. We're just in a world where like the tech, tech works. This is when video would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) plugging it in there, guys. Got to get to, get it going, going. get it going. Um, and so, yeah, reading my Bible, um, worship music, Bible app, that's kind of, and I'm not perfect. And I will say, Emmy, like I was talking to her about this. It was, it was a while ago, but like Emmy doesn't know like the impact that she has with like certain things that she says. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm really not being consistent. And she's like, it's okay. Don't look at it from a place of like feeling defeated. Look at it as like you have tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> the words of wisdom from Emerald. Yep. Yep. Wow. So yeah, that's what I do. When you, I keep, I know I keep bringing it back to yeah, no. parenting and to your kids yeah. uh, and it's selfish because we have kids that are very similar in age we and do. both have two daughters. And when you think about how those disciplines play out or how you model those things for your kids, right? It's easy sometimes I think, and, and you know, I'm on staff at a church and I still feel this way. It's easy to outsource your um, influence to someone else. You've mentioned Rachel and Caitlin and they do an incredible mm, job yes, and the, the kids ministry here is phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. and I know that so much of what my kids are learning and how they're growing and their love for the Lord is because of what's happening in kids ministry. Right. But also recognizing I have to take some responsibility for that and God has entrusted me and Leisha to that. And so when you think about that mm-hmm. and you think about the responsibility of, and I have these kids that are, are watching me, Right. Whether they're looking up to me or not mm-hmm. is yet to be determined, but right. they're watching me and yeah. they see what's going on. Like, how does that like influence your, you know, your demeanor, your disciplines, all that kind of stuff? I would like to say that I move perfectly, but we are imperfect people. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. Um, but I think I'm a lot more conscious of how I react to the world it, not so much them because I do lose my patience. Sure. You know, I work, you know, they can, they oh, can absolutely. work on nerves, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I've probably <laughs> lost my patience more than once today. So yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think how I react to the world is what's important for me as a parent and like what they see, because I want them to see like, okay, yeah, like that situation wasn't the best, but like, man, my mom handled that good. Mm-hmm. You know, like knowing that like, eventually like hopefully they do look up to me and my husband and you know we're modeling what it is to be good people and I always tell my girls like have a good day love like Jesus yeah you know like I want to be that person that they see like okay I'm loving like Jesus even if I'm thrown adversity negativity anger whatever the case may be I want to portray positivity yeah so that's good that's really really good when you take all of this you take your your circumstances, the the moments you've experienced, the journey you've been on. You you think about the people that God has placed in your life, the lessons you've learned, how that then plays itself out in these disciplines. Like, so what? That's my favorite question. And oh, yes, it, it always throws people question. for a loop a little bit. But like so what how would you say today you put all of that together and say this is 
who I am because of those things? That's a tough one. But the so what is such a good question. You know, I guess piggybacking off of the positivity as far as parenting, like I think prior to me finding God and living my life and giving my life over to him, like I, I was drowning in the negativity and I would, I was so reactive in an, in a negative way. And so now like my, so what would be like being that positive person, leaving the legacy behind of like kindness and exuding kindness and loving like Jesus and doing the best that I can. Um, and just being that light for somebody else. Like I do have the gift of like interacting with people every day at work and you know, my conversations can range drastically, but like what I've noticed more and more um, after, you know, giving my life over to Christ is my conversations surprisingly, like you wouldn't, when, when you're in school, you don't get, you, you're told not to talk about religion, but when I'm in my space and it's just me and my client, Mm -hmm. like I have that ability to talk about whatever I want to. And a lot of the times, like, I'm so surprised at like my, you know, hearing my client's testimony and then I get to share them my testimony. And so I guess my, so what is just like sharing that testimony and sharing like the goodness that God has to offer and don't put him in a box, like love like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so cool. And yeah. and it's neat because, you know, I don't know, I didn't know much of your story with yeah. walking in. Obviously, yeah. we know each other. But just to be able to sit here and hear you talk about these experiences and these moments and, and be able to pull that thread and see, like, how God has worked through these circumstances and, and the journey that you've been on and this discovery of God is your helper. God mm-hmm. is your provider. He's the ultimate Enneagram, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that you you can lean on him. And then you talked about like anxiety and depression before Mm -hmm. Christ. And then after Christ, like that's not as much of a thing because you've been able to release a lot of that stuff. And so then that's where you move from negativity to positivity because you've experienced Mm -hmm. the goodness of who God is. You've experienced the fullness of what he has to offer. And now you're just like, I just want to share that with other people. Yeah. It's such a gift. Yeah. It's it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we can't let you go without having a little fun. I get to play a game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited about this one because Chris, you get to participate too. Oh, okay. Yep. Here we go. See, most people don't know this. Occasionally, <laughs> this is planned, right? Yeah. Occasionally, we bring someone in and we've already made a plan for exactly what this is going to look like. Yep. When I say we, I mean you and I. Yes. Most of the time, I have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. I just trust exciting. you, and I'm like, hey, just uh, just go with it. And this so, going to be great. So I get to participate. Okay. I'm so excited. here was my reasoning behind it. Right. We just we've talked a lot about your kiddos today. Yeah. We have. And so. You each have one in grade school and mm-hmm. another that's going to be there really soon. Yeah. So my thought was, let me help you be able to help them with oh, their gosh. future homework. Oh, so gosh. what I'm going to do, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, and no. just see how well you we know some of these. Yeah. Chris, I just don't this know. Is you. <laughs> so is this a team activity? Yeah, y'all okay, can work good. together. Okay, so we got this. We got this. We got this. We're going to let, okay. yeah, we're going to work on teamwork today. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to, we're going to switch off. So we're going to start in the first grade and I'm going to let Kira <laughs> pick the subject. Okay. Okay. So there's math, history, English, science. Okay, so first grade, you pick what subject. I'll ask you the question, and then y'all can converse, and we'll come up with a final answer. Look, I don't do math. Let's okay. do let's do English. Okay, let's go. English. Okay, here we go. First grade English question. What is the term for a word that is similar in meaning to another word? It's a simile, right? Synonym. 
Oh, a synonym. Yeah, yeah. Similarly, like the journalism major yeah. over here, Chris. So I was yeah. like, you got it. Synonym, yeah, I'm great yeah. at English, I mean, apparently. Yeah. Sound you had the my S, confidence was there. You were. You looked and you said, "This is yeah. it. I like it." Well, and simile and synonym sound the same, right. and they're similar, nice. which is essentially what a synonym is. So I'm y'all are the hype squad champs. You could today. even argue that simile and synonym are kind of synonyms with each other. You're but, right, but not really. But not. That's a lot yeah. of Eminem synonyms. Yeah, Eminems and synonyms. <laughs> Okay, let's move up to the second grade. Ooh. Chris, you get to pick the subject. Um, history. Oh, goodness. Okay, Chris and Kira, here we go. Who fought in the Revolutionary War? Oh, go ahead. No. No? Oh, come on, Kira. People. Yes. You're oh, see? right. Nailed and, it. Can you give me one country? England? Is that yes. a country? Yes. Yeah. I did yeah. it. So okay. then, and the future Americas. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The that's colonies. Fair. That's fair. Right? There you go. I'm going to yeah. way to go. See teamwork. High five each other. Nailed it. All right. Oh, I just... <laughs> Don't high five the mic. High the five. Mic. An actual person would have This is my first rodeo. Y'all are seasoned. Okay, we uh, are in third grade. Kira, pick the subject. <sighs> Science. Ooh. Okay. You, you got this. Yeah. You got this. It's going to be great. <laughs> what planet is closest to the sun? Chris, <laughs> remember the saying? I don't want to say it. I'll give it away. There's like a little sentence you say. Do you want me to say it and help you? Yeah. My very, so my very eager mother just served us nine pizzas, but you know, pizzas got cut. So I don't know what the new one is. So it starts with an M. Yeah. Mars. Mercury or Mars. Mercury or Mars. Mars, because that's a hot one, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I you cannot really, be on Mars. I really want the reasoning why, but the hot but because okay. it's closer to the sun. Yeah, that's why that's she said ex- the hot yeah. one. Well, and no, I, because then they they put rovers on Mars, so maybe it is Mercury. Yeah, I think it's Mercury. It's Mercury. It's Mercury. It's Mercury. Good job. Yeah. Wow. And there's Mercury in a thermometer, like old yes. thermometers, yes. like for temperature. So yes. that should have given it away. I like that reasoning. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So far, y'all are off to a great start on helping your children with their homework. Yes. Look at you go. Fourth grade, Chris, pick a subject. We have to go math because I don't want a fifth grade math question. I don't either. Okay, so here we go. The interior angles of a triangle always sum to what? 180. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be confident here. I saw it yeah, in your face. You knew exactly what was happening. Like, one. Yeah. Okay, good job. No, you got it right. Okay, fifth grade, Kira, pick a subject. Any from the, from the list still? Yep, you can pick any of those. Wow, if only we knew. Um, <laughs> we could have just kept what going English. Know? I know, English, we could, English, yeah, English, the whole English. time. Yeah, but I, I thought we it. were, yeah, okay, English. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's a little bit of a longer question, but it's easy. Well, maybe. Is it? Uh, maybe. Chris, this is, might be more for you. Okay. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> you better get come it. On. You better get it. Often seen at the end of a sentence, the three trailing dots that indicate the omission from speech or writing of a word is called what? Kira, I just want to hear a guess. I just want to hear a guess. Okay, I know it's a big word, but Achilles. <laughs> Achilles? <laughs> it's not a simile. It's not a simile, and I know it's a big word, but what that word is, I just don't know. Ellipses. See, yeah. it's not really a big word. I knew it had a C's no. in it because I was thinking Ecclesiastes, and I was like, that's definitely <laughs> not actually, it. I thought that's not. what you were about to say. I, really I thought was. you were about to say Ecclesiastes. I totally like, was. Go with it. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah. Yeah. With confidence, no. at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So far, aced it as a yeah. team. Wait, there's more? There's a bonus question. Oh, a bonus question. we got to okay. nail this, so Chris. This is, we got You know, this. sometimes you kids get extra credit. Okay. We have a question. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, Ponce de Leon discovered oh. Florida. But what was he actually looking for? I know this. 
go. Good. The fountain of youth. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Good job, We Kira. need the fountain of youth. Yes, we yes. did it. Go we team. Did. Guys, way to ace that. We crushed Easy. it. Yeah. Easy. Impressive. Easy. I'm impressed with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We so I now feel a little more confident in helping my kid with yeah, their homework. At least through the fifth grade. You got it covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, I don't really know what to tell yeah. you. I'm consulting Google. At the end of the day. Yeah. It'll be fine. The only problem I feel like was that is like now, you know, when they're on the show your work phase and everything oh. looks so different. Now, I'm like, yeah, but know. how are you going to show your work for answering questions like synonym That's and true ellipses? Too. That's more of the math, I guess. Mercury. Yeah. Mercury. <laughs> yeah. I Hates am me. not above saying I honestly had no idea what the first planet was. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I could probably name them all. And so as soon as you yeah. said my... Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh, it's either enough. Mars or Mercury. No, but that's fair. I was thinking yeah. PEMDAS for some reason. I went math <laughs> on the science. <laughs> so. Math is not it. No. And now no. that you can't even do PEMDAS anymore, right? No, that's I think like old tr- math. It, yeah, that's trickery. They have you it's do a, to me, They but... have you do multiplication in a box. Oh, that yeah. big box it's wild. thing. Yeah, yeah. Too that much would time. confuse me. Old math, new math. Uh, luckily, we haven't gotten there yet because I think I'm just going to be mad and just yeah. send my kids' homework back with old math all the time. All the time. Yeah. We can't say old. We'll say seasoned because old yeah. makes us sound old. Well, I am. I am old. No, oh my gosh. No. I'm going to be 40 this year. Okay. That is a celebration. I'm I'm down with it. Like, <laughs> let's it. go. Let's throw a big party. Yeah, let's throw yeah. a big I'm party. All about you it. deserve it. Yeah. We should. I'm yeah. all about it. That's so. fun. That's fun. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We got it. We got time. I'm sure. Like, where not are much. we? We got time. Yeah, You're right. Much. We're getting close, but it's yeah. fine. It's fine. I'll figure it out. Any parting words, Emmy? No, I just love this so much. Me too. And then I got to do it with my sister. Yep. What a what joy a, today was. I know. Man. Such a gift. Thank you guys and you for having me. Absolutely. Always love yeah. to do it with you too. Just know. <laughs> I have to say though, before I leave, that I talked to Caitlin. She claimed the number one spot for like the fan of stories mm-hmm. we're sharing. <laughs> yeah. I'm claiming number two. Okay. Since she claimed number one. Okay. Okay. That's so nice. That's fair. You didn't even yeah. try to battle her. No. I'm really no, you. Caitlin gets what she wants. That, that's, that's just fair. point that's blank fair. period. Yeah. She's yeah. one of the most wonderful humans. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So. Yeah. How could you like tell her no? No. no. Just be like, I no, agree. You, can't. you can't be it's number not, one. No. Yeah. Nope. Well, keep being a storyteller and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends and come find us on Sunday and tell us what you thought. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.